Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I've got Jackson Williams on with me today. Uh, Jackson is actually a student within both of my programs, both our beginner program and our higher level scaling program. Uh, super interesting, though, because Jackson is coming into this game where he's got, um, you know, a couple of businesses that he's been running for some time. And we're going to touch on in this episode kind of the lessons that he has taken from those and how he as a person has built himself up to start businesses. This is something we touch on, you know, in, in other areas, but it's very, very important that if you want to start a business that you level yourself up and Jackson, you've got a, uh, you know, you've done that very well, right? And you talk about it very prolifically on your TikTok and social media as well. So Jackson, welcome in my man. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. Um, so yeah, like I've said, Jackson Williams, I'm from Texas area. So I got a little bit of a Southern accent and say y'all a lot. Um, uh, so I just started the program not too long ago, uh, like a less than a month ago. Uh, mm -hmm. I started in December. Um, I wasn't really focused on it to the new year. That's part of my new resolution is to really stick with this. Uh, I just joined the high level acceleration program, which is awesome. I'd highly recommend that to anybody. Um, but yeah, I'm just in the beginning phases. I just started outreach about two weeks ago, trying to find that first client, you know, trying to get myself out there and build my brand and, you know, really, really just get started in the space and just get started in outreach. Cool, man. Awesome. And let's kick it off with a little bit of a, yeah, backstory, Jackson, of how you stumbled into the business world in the first place. Like which, which business did you start first and how did you even end up here? Yeah. Um, well, I guess my first business really was when I was like 13, I started business. Um, I, I bought a whole bunch of uh, Lego minifigures. I love Legos as a kid, Lego mm -hmm. minifigures. And I bought them in a big package and I sold, I, I sell them out, you know, I, I dealt them out, I opened them and had the individual one and uh, made it that way. So I've always, I've always really had a business mind and that's always been a, a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, when I was, I graduated high school in 2016, didn't want to go to college, not, not the, not the route for me. Yeah. Uh, and I had my dad brought to me, who's been a sole entrepreneur his whole life. He's always had his own companies. That's, I guess, where I get a lot of it from. Um, but he had a at a moving uh, somebody was selling a moving company, um, mm -hmm. and so like I said, didn't want to go to school. I already done some moving in high school. I was pretty good at it. Um, so I bought that company. Um, I had some money set aside. People always ask, and then I had the owner finance a lot of it. So it was awesome. I was able to do it that way. Uh, and I've had that company for five and a half years now. I've been running. I mean, I, I started. I started running when I was nineteen, and. Uh, this is a, I guess, one help, helpful tip for everybody. I remember in the beginning stages, I'd always go to my dad. I'd have so many questions and ask people about business or like, what the heck do you do here? What's this? And I, I remember back then thinking to myself, well, I ever get to the point where I'm like, oh, I already know the answer to all this thing. Do I will I ever get to the point where I don't have to ask these questions anymore? Mm. And I will always have to ask questions. Yes. But it was, it was like two years ago where all of a sudden hit me. I'm like, I don't ask those questions anymore. I'm like, if anything, almost my dad comes and other business people come to me and ask questions now. And so that was like a surreal thing and encouragement to everybody who's, you know, doing this program or some or business or anything like that is eventually you're going to get to the point where you're the one who knows all the information. At first, it seems like you don't know anything. And it's, I mean, it's hard, but you know, sometimes you just got to get thrown into it and, uh, and start doing it and you'll, you'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. It's, you know, it's not being afraid to take the first leap, just start. Yeah jump in know that you're not going to know everything but like you said eventually you'll know enough you'll never be an expert like I, there's still things i don't know in this game that i need to ask people 
you know, ahead me or I'll find from content online. So that's, uh, yeah, it's just part of the game, man. Um, very interesting that like, yeah, you probably got a lot of the inspiration from your dad or just like you said, the insights. And I guess in a sense, it was probably like your first mentor, probably a bit of mentorship, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, I had, I had several, you know, business, my dad, obviously a lot, but he had, you know, a whole bunch of people in his network that mm -hmm. still were business owners. And so I really just got coached by that and learned a lot from that. And then recently, six months ago, six months ago, I started a roll-off dumpster company um, for construction sites, like home remodel. Um, and that's a new, that's a, a new business just started called American dumpsters. Give myself a little shout out. Nice. Uh, but it's uh that, that company has been going really, really good. It's, uh, I picked that business model um, because it's a lot easier than a moving company. Mm. That's what I've got to find with every bit with, you know, you learn from your businesses and you, you go a different direction. I'm now trying to sell my moving company, actually trying to get more into dumpsters. And I'm trying to do more of this because um, with moving company, I have several employees mm -hmm. and employees, if you're a business owner, you know, employees are the hardest part of the company, uh, especially, especially moving employees. Cause they, you have to be strong you have to work all day. It's like a very, uh, very small amount of people that can actually do that because moving is not an easy thing. Um, so that's why with my dumpster company, there's, it takes one person to drive a truck and push a button to take it off, take it back. That's what, you know, with this company, it's a lot easier, more people can do it. Um, and that, that, that's one of the things I've learned a lot from going through different businesses is find employees are hard. So find something that's easy for a lot of different people to do. I like that, man. I like that. It's, it kind of brings me back to when I was starting the agency Jackson, right? I had the option of starting, a content social media focus agency and that's what i wanted to do but most people in especially in 2019 were telling me nope don't do it you know it's not scalable it won't work long term and the easiest is to do a facebook ads agency but here's the thing when i looked at a facebook ad agency let's say doing 10k per month versus content agency doing 10k per month i knew that with the content agency i'd need more people but yeah. what you mentioned they would be less specialized so for example, it's very easy to find a graphic designer or a video editor, but to yep. find somebody that can run Facebook ads, create the ads, run them, scale the ads and be a full on media buyer. That's the term we use. That's very difficult. That's a very small percentage of people. So mm -hmm. although yes, you could have a smaller team with a Facebook ad agency, it's finding that person that's hard. So you're going to pay them more money. They're again, really hard to, hard to find. So to actually get them in is going to be difficult. And if they leave to replace them, it's an absolute nightmare. So for me, yeah, man, that made, that made a whole lot of sense. And I've actually never really thought about that until you just said it there. That's funny. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that's one of the I mean, main things I've, I've learned with every single business, like I said, and another thing I learned, which is great about your business, which I love the most is with my moving company, people only move once every mm. you know, two, three years. Yeah. Um, and so I like, so my, my, my concept when I was one trying to look for a different company to do was find one with easier access to employees or no employees, mm -hmm. and then find something that's subscription-based. Yes. And so that's why the dumpsters is subscription-based contractors will keep me the whole time or job site will be there for six months. Yeah. That's a little more on that side. Uh, but then this, I mean, as you know, is, I mean, very, very subscription-based, uh, especially yes. if you do your work right. I mean, they'll stay with you for forever. For sure, for sure, man. This is the this is the beauty of this game. It's the recurring revenue. You know, like even if you're doing 50k a month with a marketing agency, unless your service is really, really bad, you're typically going to retain at least probably 90% of your customers. So you might dip by let's say three to five thousand, 
Okay. Now that's if you don't sign any clients, but obviously you need to have a good system in place where you bring those new clients in. So yeah, man, hopefully we can get that uh, monthly recurring revenue sorted for you. Cause I can imagine, yeah, with the moving company, that is a, a real headache because you have to basically advertise to get a client. And then, you know, the lifetime value of that client is it's not much because the yes, they'll pay, but then when will they move again? It could be five years. It could be never. Exactly. Yeah. No, there's not, I'll have some people reoccurring, but most everybody, you know, you have to find that new. So it's always, it's always keeping out there and finding new clients. And that's why, you know, with this, with this business model, you know, I've been reaching out for two weeks now, have sent several, five or six case studies out. Haven't got a call yet, sadly. Uh, but, you know, I know once I get that one person, I'm going to have that person for three months and I'll just stack and stack on top of that. And that's, like I said, that's, that's the beauty of a reoccurring uh, business like this. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And I'd love to touch just quickly on kind of like your your personal life, Jackson, right? Because to buy the company from your dad at 19, and obviously, like you said, you need to have a little bit of money to do it. But even money aside, that's still a massive decision, even if it was free. You know what I mean? Even if it was free and he just gave it to you, that would still be a massive undertaking. 19-year-old to just say, yeah, I'm going to run this thing. So like, obviously, you had the entrepreneurial inspiration from him, but like, did that come naturally, you know, for you to say, yep, cool, I'll take it on? Or was there a period of you kind of leveling up your identity and your mindset to think, yeah, I can actually do this? Good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say so from, yeah, go go further back on my story. Uh, I was homeschooled uh, my whole life. So, and I lived on a farm my whole life. My dad uh -huh. was a farmer from birth. My dad, so my dad didn't own the moving company. Some other guy he knew owned the moving company. Gotcha. Uh, my dad was a farmer. So I've always, I mean, I learned from eight years old to drive a tractor and plant fields behind my dad. I mean, that was just, and I was eight years old. I was out there or even earlier than that, six years old, I was out there getting up at six in the morning, you know, moving, moving hay bales and feeding hogs and all. I mean, hard work. I mean, moving, yeah, moving is hard work, but yeah, farming is, is definitely an industry. It's hard. You know, you wake up early and I think that was a big thing that installed uh, maybe from a young age, as I, I I go to bed early, I hate staying up late. I mean, I'll, I'll stay up late, have fun, you know, every once in a while. But mm. I I love being in bed by ten o'clock and being asleep. And I get up at six o'clock every morning. You know, I get up at six. Um, kind of touched on that. I've uh, I've done this more and more recently. But I get up at six o'clock every morning. I go in. I read my Bible. I read a, a business book. Mm. I meditate for ten minutes, which is. So I started, I just started meditating. I was reading before and meditating is probably like one of my new favorite things in the world. I, I absolutely love it. It's, I don't, can't explain why, but it's just, it, it makes your day so much better in all aspects. Sure. Uh, Agreed. I love it. And then I go and I go and hit the gym. I just got back from the gym five minutes before I called you, Adam, um, right. go hit the gym. And that just, that really, that little morning thing really just, it sets you up for success. I mean, you, you, you're up you feel accomplished from it. I think that's a big thing is just mentally you feel accomplished that you've got all these things done today. You've worked on your body, yourself, your mind. And then that aspect then you translates to business and, and going in that direction. For sure. For sure, man. It's, it's something I've talked about a lot recently where for me right now, I don't have as strict of a routine as when I started. And I think the reason for that is because when I started, it's like I needed that. You know, it's like I could not get the work done without having, like you said, the routine and getting my mind to that place where I'm like, I'm accomplished and I can do this and I'm ready to go. Now, I think after a few years, it's it's just part of my identity. You know, I don't have to really work on it. But that being said, for anybody that's jumping into this game, like, listen, like, listen to what Jackson has just said. Like, 
if you can like you said get up go to the gym work on yourself and it's it's whatever it is for you right you set what that is but anything that gives you that feeling of like yeah i'm making moves i'm making moves i'm going in the right direction and like you said i'm feeling good and positive about my progress that's really important because at the start you you have no results right so at the start you're doing work and you're not going to see results you know it might be a month two months three months however long it may take so you need to have some form of a reward system and that is a reward system right going to the gym and then realizing fuck i just did 10 minutes of meditation and now i'm feeling good that's yeah, your reward system so you got to create that exactly. exactly yeah no it's 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 yeah like just like you said with the you know the business you know i'm have two weeks here i haven't done outreach i haven't got any you know leads you know i'm staying positive though and i stay positive through being positive myself i mean it, in any aspect of life no matter what you're doing spend time on yourself and everything else will follow also fun thing i do fun i say i do an, i do two ice baths a week um nice. freezing cold water which is it's not necessarily fun to get into and the amount around i do it for five minutes at a time around minute four I, I think i'm gonna freeze to death but that also is probably one of the greatest uh dopamine rushes you'll ever get is from an ice bath for sure for sure man i i've actually never done a proper ice bath so i definitely need to put it on my list what i have been doing recently where i'm currently at there's a sauna and there's a pool okay so the pool is really really cold at nighttime not freezing cold ice but pretty chilly you know you, you hop in and you're straight away you're like damn uh -huh. so what i'm I'm typically doing now is uh 15 minutes sauna maybe after a workout okay so nice workout 15 minutes sauna it's probably at about 70 to 80 degrees celsius so it's not super hot it's pretty hot but it's not absolutely boiling then into the cold pool and do that for like a minute or two not quite hitting that five minute mark but then uh -huh. coming back into the sauna Lying, lying on your back and literally just doing a bit of meditation and genuinely it feels like you are on cloud nine it's insane mm -hmm. it is yeah, so I haven't, I haven't got the sauna to, to cold water because i know mm -hmm. i know that's really really good for you and oh, that's so uh, that's a great feeling too yeah it's incredible man like um i don't have one now like a you know like a an apple watch or a fitbit that would like track your heart rate but i had one about two years ago and i would do the same thing and what I would notice is that the heartbeat would go from like maybe 170, 180, like real pumping, you know, real high, all the way down to it could be like 70 or 80 in like two minutes. So very, very good cardiovascular training for sure, man. Um, real quick, Jackson, personal brand, right? That's something you have been putting some focus onto recently. Do you see that being, you know, a big part of your success with the agency model going forward? Or how are you kind of going to utilize the personal brand yeah so i just started personal brand first this year and i was i was planning on doing it besides you know pairing it with this company and after yeah. talking to adam you know might as well put it hand to hand i'm kind of doing a personal brand sure. on mindset exercise kind of you know overall mental and physical health um but with adam you know they kind of i can kind of coincide and put them together and so i'm really i'm really trying to I'm trying to push and I really think, you know, at first, I think it's just, it's going to take a little bit to build up an audience and all that. But I really think that that will be a really big thing in three, four months where I'm going to be able to get a lot, if not most of my clients from there. I mean, I really think that if, if, you know, I do it well, but I know that takes time, you know, I know I'm going to be doing outreach here mostly, but I, my goal is, and you know, three, four months is 
that does a lot of outreach for me and that's getting a lot of the this because you know right don't don't you probably get a lot of a lot of business from your online brand adam yeah yeah for sure man the way i always say it to people is that when you're starting your outreach is what gets you to short-term wins so that gives you clients in three months right in the first three months but building a personal brand it might not get your clients right away in the first three months but in six nine twelve months that's when you're reaping the full full benefits so for me for example jackson when i started my personal brand we already had the agency so we were doing at least I would say 15k a month, maybe a little more when I started the personal brand. So, you know, did the short term outreach, got that working, got the clients in. And the personal brand then really took a long time to kick off. Like for the first three months, I did three TikTok videos a day for 90 days. So that's three months. You do the maths on that. It's 90 videos a month. It's like uh, a couple hundred, right? 270 or something like that. And genuinely, I think I maybe hit a thousand followers in the first three months. So not a very good, you know, followers to demand the effort that I put in. But then all it takes is one video. So you get one video that pops off. I had this one and I remember it got like one to two million views and it just, boom, there we go. 10K followers overnight. And that starts to kind of create this ripple effect where, you know, the next time you go viral is maybe only two weeks later. Another yeah. two weeks, another two weeks. So for sure, man, um, it's a long-term play, but you do get a ton of business, ton of business. And like, even right now with my personal brand, I don't position it as, hey, come to me and I'll manage your social media or come to me and I'll create content. Nonetheless, I will still get business owners almost every day of the week saying, hey, we got a marketing project we need help with. Can you help? So definitely, man, I know it's going to pay off for you. Nice. Yeah. Now that's, that, that, that's the dream right there. They're coming to me, no more outreach and no, not enough to do in that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. We have some people that are in that phase right now in our program where started with outreach and they built a personal brand and that has just replaced it for them. And that's a nice position to be in because you know, the leads coming to you from your personal brand are going to be typically more qualified. They're, they're hungrier, you know, they're, they're warmer, they're ready to work with you. So you closing them is quite easy. Whereas outreach can be a lot more difficult, but at the same time, because you've done the outreach first, you know how to do it. So if the personal brand stops performing or you have a couple of slow months and your videos aren't getting views, cool. You can turn back on the outreach. You know, it works and you have the system built out already. Um, Jackson, where can people find you? So right now I'm on TikTok. Uh, Jackson's year is what's called. I'm building Instagram today or tomorrow, and it's going to be the exact same, the exact same handle. And I'm going to start posting everything over there. I start on TikTok first just to get in there and get started. And I'm switching over to, I'll, I'll do both, but I'm switching over more to Instagram. But yeah, Jackson's year. Awesome, man. Awesome. And you were saying one of the companies is called American Dumpsters, right? One company is called American Dumpsters. My other one is River Hills Moving. They both have social media pages. Um, I don't I don't think they have TikTok, but they both are on Instagram. Like I said, they're a local business, but yeah, they're both on Instagram. And I mean, it looks pretty good. I, I've, I've used a, you'll see within the last month of, of doing your program, the quality of video has gone up drastically. Nice. <laughs> so we like to hear, man. That's what we like to hear. And obviously in your case, I guess, you know, there might be potential to use your companies as a case study, right? To get good results for your companies get a few posts that go viral and then that builds your success in the agency as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. And that's why some people ask, 
because I don't have any clients right now. I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of point them towards those two companies to look at it and see, you know, this is what I've done with my own brand. And this is, sure. which it's a little harder because I don't have, I'm not really trying to reach the whole world. I'm just trying to reach my community. So I don't have as many followers, but I mean, I can pitch that to them and tell them, you know, I'm just trying to reach my community. I have a big following for what my town is. And, you know, mm-hmm. they can see, they can see the level of, you know, content that I'm able to put out and they can see, they can see that and really uh, get an idea of what I'm, what I'm about. hundred percent, man. Definitely. Well, Jackson, I appreciate you coming on, man. Hopefully people got some value from this and, you know, to anybody listening, go ahead, hit Jackson up on TikTok on the Instagram that's going to be made very soon. And we'll get him back on here in a few months from now to see his progress. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Adam. Awesome, man.